everybody this is Keisha Lacey with the random horror show and of course here on the random horror show where we film commentate being random and silly going off on tangents as usual with horror science fiction fantasy cult classics and the obscure in movies television and books thank you and welcome to everybody that is listening for my OGs. I sure do appreciate your listening ears and much gratitude for all of you. And for those who are tuning in, just keep tuning in. And this is like a bonus episode of the Random Horror Show. And um, I have been watching Raised by Wolves, which is the second season. And wow. Well... Last week's episode was the tree. Um, we find out who became the tree. And so we have the feeding. Um, from what we last fell off at is that Tempest had her baby. Um, the seed of soul, which was in one of the ancient artifacts, was opened by Sue. Um, she became a tree. And so, I'm not going to give that many spoilers and stuff about this episode of The Feeding. And quite frankly, um, with this episode, I'm um, feeling like this is like, the calm, this is actually the calm before the, I'm going to say the storm, but this shit storm that is about to happen. Now, we know that Mother... Um, has had a child, which is the seventh child. Um, she thought that it was going to be a humanoid um, since she was impregnated on Kepler-22. And the serpent um, actually um, is, it's like, it's like it's from, it's from this planet really of Kepler-22. Um, mystery, big mystery, because of Nobody really doesn't know what happened <clears throat> to the humans that were on Kepler-22. A uh, little bit of backstory on that. Um, these are the founders, the ones that, uh, you know, have worshipped soul. Well, uh, the humans that were on Kepler-22 before they landed on Earth um, spread their religion. Um, this is they were on this planet and some weird things were happening um, where they de-evolved into these creatures. Now in season one, we've seen the creatures that um, have, uh, like they were just like, they just look like, like little nasty looking dogs and stuff, like just, just nasty. But that's the de-evolution of, of the human beings that stayed on Kepler-22. And the mystery behind Soul, it's it is it's alien, and uh, I think that like for them to get off the planet and landed on Earth, um, spread this is that they realized that Earth was actually the planet for them, so they won't de um, evolve into like these yucky dog looking creature monsters. Now in the tropic zone, you have those same creatures, but they live in the acid waters of the tropic zone, the tropical zone, they call it tropic, tropical zone, doesn't matter. 
it's just some acid-ass water. But um, they find so many relics of these. <clears throat> um, they found, like, temples there. Um, so it's, like, a big mystery. Um, they feel that, like, yes, you know, soul is coming to save us, you know, uh, down with the, uh, the atheists and everything, but really it's like shit in the fan because it's like everybody on this planet is really is in big, 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 big trouble. So, uh, we do like have them doing a search party for Tempest Child. Um, she was taken by the de-evolved monster, you know, humanoid, you know, creatures that are now in the tropical zones waters and they look like 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 early uh mermen or like mermaids um this is probably like where you have like the um whole uh mythology behind like mermaids and stuff and so they remind me of mermaids and what they did is that uh, the production crew, you know, since, like, the ones that were, like, on land, you know, they run like, like a dog or like a coyote, if you ever watch, um, seen a coyote run or, uh, or like a jackal or something like that, they have that movement. So, what they did with the production is still, like, take, have the monster, the de-evolved, um, human that is now, like, a creature, and they, you know, pin their little legs together to give them like fins and then i just it just sat there and dawned on me i was like that's like like the legend and the myth of like mermaids and mermen and i was wondering you know since like those uh people that seen like how everything else long long time ago how the humans were de, de evolving is that they brought some of those myths of that and you know onto earth and maybe they had a few of them that they carried as experiments and everything when they make it to made it to earth years and years centuries centuries ago and just released them in the water just to see if like they're gonna like survive in acid waters or they're gonna survive and you know because the salt water and everything you know because of the the high levels of like you know concentrations and stuff like that yada 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 you get what I'm saying. But um, one of the things that um, about this episode is that, you know, you have Tempest. She still is yearning and mourning for her child. Um, it was taken away by one of the uh, <clears throat> de-evolved uh, de um, human monsters um, and, you know, and everything uh, taken back into the sea. And that, like, it developed, like, this, um, this opening of when they got the baby and they put the baby inside of the, um, body so, you know, it won't get burned by the waters. And you have father and the children that are searching for it. Um, you know, you have the, um, android, which, um, that was, like, Marcus' girlfriend who, um, literally slashed her face um, and of course she got her revenge back on them. Um, she shows up and she says like, Hey, I can help y'all. And of course, like Holly is going bombastically crazy because, you know, Holly was about to get killed by this, uh, girl Android that literally like slaughtered 
all the uh you know the escape mithraic that went with marcus and um she holly was just like uh-uh no nah, she gonna throw that bullshit she gonna cut us she gonna kill us she gonna kill us but they had to trust um the android child because she's like you know I'm just going to be atoning for, like, everything that I did. And I'm, you know, I I do feel bad about it. You know, she does. She does feel bad about it. But she was very, very upset and angry because the way how they casted her out. And even though she's not the real girl that this lady, uh, real daughter that this lady had, and just a carbon, you know, just a robot of, you know, of just bits and pieces and parts and things like that. You know, Marcus told her to, like, just, you know, just get away, you know, just get rid of her, you know. So, uh, she did. She lead them to a cave inside, like, the rocks of the, um, where the ocean is at. And we see, like, there was a creature, but it wasn't her Tempest baby. And so, you know, they were on that mission to, like, you know, let's keep looking and let's keep doing that. Um, we also have Paul and Marcus when they got by the tree and they, uh, Paul took the fruit from the tree and he gave it to the, um, colonist and they were eating the fruit. And I'm thinking like that fruit looked nasty as hell. Well, Paul lied and said like, it's been checked and it came from sector seven. And it was just for Marcus to like, you know, Hey, you know, this is soul, like soul bear this fruit, you know, you know, this is actually part of Sue. And it's kind of gross and weird in a way because when um, Sue became the uh, living tree, um, she bared this fruit, you know, from her transformation into this tree. And it's parts of her. Um, mother does go out there and see what was going on and she sees this odd tree and she feels it and she knew it was Sue. Um, and it, you know, it was kind of like, ah, you know, dang Sue, you know, you're a tree now. But, um, in this episode, like mother is like, I don't know what to do with my serpent baby because, um, Mother is now facing um, this fear for herself that it's going to be pretty soon, like I said, it's going to be pretty soon where she has to, like, she has to murder her child because it was going to be coming pretty soon that the serpent is going to get out, the serpent is going to, something's going to happen and transpire where this, uh, it's going to start hurting people. <clears throat> and it did. And, um, the serpent got out and just literally just like, whatever, mom, you know what I'm saying? I'm not listening to you. He was like, la, 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 la. I'm not paying attention to you because when she brought <clears throat> the fruit, you know, to his cage and she just like literally was telling people not to eat it, not to eat it because she found out that like part of the fruit was part of Sue and she didn't like, oh my gosh, this is so gross. This is cannibalism, you know, by proxy. And she had the fruit with her. And so he got out of like the cage that they had him in and he ate the fruit. And she was just like, oh my goodness, my baby now, you know, has eaten her 
part of this tree that was used to be a human being. And so that like explains like it's like, like it, it explains some of the um, vegetation um, of like this planet because like these trees you have both of these trees that are on the tropics in the tropical zone and also the um, other part of the um, planet that's very airy and deserty. So you know in the season one we know that like the fruit that the plants that they ate the children did it poisoned them and they died. Um, somehow Campion, it just skipped Campion because I don't know, he must have built like a resistance or something to this. And that like explains to me like, did they do something to like with these these um, seeds that they got and transform like these humans like into these trees and they just been sitting up there for the longest ass time. And I'm just like, this is a weird planet. <laughs> I was like, I think they, yeah, they made a big mistake of coming to Kepler-22 to think they, um, you know, it was. It was like, I think it was a big mistake, you know, for mother and father, you know, and for their, um, found the founder and um, the guy who programmed, reprogrammed mother to have a caregiving program to... Put them on this really odd planet even though it's like pretty close to earth and it still have like um the components of like you know of earth like atmosphere um it still is breathable but i you know to me my per personal opinion um i think like everybody should have stayed on earth and worked their differences out but now they're seeing that like you know sometimes like you think that something's going to be good to be true or you're going to start back humanity and manage it and everything else um there's a lot of danger there's a lot of twists and turns in it you know it does not go as planned as you thought it did and uh mother is now facing this um dilemma of like i gotta destroy my child and so, you know, because that's in their program is caregiving and also like protecting human life as an android is what their programming is supposed to be about. And now she's faced with it to like, I have to kill this serpent because if the serpent like gets out of control, you know, it kills people in which it did. And so when she um, chased it back, when he got to the tree, and this is Sue. And it, he ate the tree. And I was like, oh no, he ate Sue. Sue the tree. And the transformation um, of like the serpent, he became, he became weaponized. He became weaponized just like mother. Um, the android that um, father has like tinkered with and everything else is like from, you know, Kepler 22. And so she holds like that key, that mystery of why these, uh, you know, the, the, the humans um, that left that planet and, you know, started new on Earth. And, um, you know, now Mother is like faced with this, you know, she tried, but she just couldn't. Um, her child damaged her. Um, interesting thing Marcus did um get her and saved her and everything um 
and which is like that 180 about stuff right there of her and Marcus have always been in cahoots with each other and that like since you have another in in you know another danger this is not like I, I'm glad they're like really really like seeing you know the bigger picture here it's not about them or versus you know this and things like that it's about like this big strange very isolated strange planet that they're on you know and trying to you know relinquish you know humanity and keep it going you know it's 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 a lot of shit that's bigger than them and they're now like putting their differences aside because they say you know what fuck it this is a time we need to get together but you see that part of marcus and mother um having that conversation when paul was driving the um truck back to the colony and marcus figured it out he's like oh that's your kid huh your kid's gonna your kid's a monster now you know and um i like how they put it like that because in a way if you think about how we raise our children for those who have kids you know small ones medium-sized ones you know young adults it doesn't matter uh, we always want the best for our children nurturing them giving them guidance teaching them right and wrong really good of judgment morals and values and things like that but you know you have some of those children that do end up turning into serial killers mass murderers um you know you name it so it's a lot of uh, things to factor in especially when you're a parent and you want the best and then you know you have something you don't know like what happened to your child could be traumatic or you know they experienced something or you know they were born with you know with, with with you know like some type of like emotional issue to where they can't display and i'm not saying that like you know don't get it confused with autism and asperger's and things like that don't get this shit confused but you know you do like have you know some kids that don't have like empathy or compassion um you know like in early childhood development you know where you have children that um you know kill small animals you know it grows into that you know you you know it's so it's a lot of things that we always want to shield our children from you know especially like dangerous junk um bad behaviors uh, you know, we want, we always want to do the best for our kids and just make sure that they're always going to be super okay, that they come out like, a, you know, just decent human beings. And, you know, when you have those parents that has dreams like that and do all what they can and then come to find out like, hey, your son, you know, uh, is a is a serial killer and he killed like 12 people or like hey your daughter like she she killed her boyfriend and chopped him up and 
put them in a crock pot, which that actually did happen. It was a young lady that maimed this guy and she butchered his body parts and tried to blend them and put them in, crock pot, in a crock pot and everything else because she was kind of like, I want to eat them. And I was just like, oh dear. And of course there was drugs involved and everything. And you know and and we just don't want things like that for our children and then you know and a lot of times like people will like like i watched this movie has tilda swinton and it also has um that ezra guy who played on fantastic beast and also he was the flash um in the dc universe and he was he he was a you know like becoming like potential uh, you know, like, psychopath, and it, the movie was very, very, um, very good, and it just shows, like, that dynamic of him, like, him and her, like, how much she, like, really despised him, but he, like, really despised her, and it started, like, from, you know, where, where, like, at birth, because she was not happy about her pregnancy. Um, she did, like, have postpartum depression. Um, you know, she just, like, felt, like, trapped by this child that she was very, she was very, uh, you know, outgoing. She, she loved her, like, traveling around the world. She loved her singlehood. She got pregnant. Um, John C. Raleigh was her husband. Um, in this movie, and this is, like, a really serious role that he, like, played, and she, Tilda was just, like, you know, her character was just struggling of, like, this, this boy, she just, like, ugh, you know, but she knew something was wrong with him, but she just couldn't put her finger, but you see the, how the two characters of, of both of them, how they intermingle or less, um, you see how less loving she was, you know, you see how uh, manipulative and conniving um, her child was, even though he was a child, but you could tell he was going to grow up to be not a good person, and he committed a murder, he committed murders, you know what I'm saying, like, killed the little sister, killed, like, John C. Riley's character, um, couple schoolmates and everything, I mean, he was just dead ass, like, into, like, so much dangerous things. And she was ridiculed and um, she lost her job and it really affected her mentally to where she was just just a husk and people were like protesting to call her names and stuff because they felt that she was at fault for raising a child uh, like this and you know and it was just a shame of it and so what I'm, you know, with this comparison of that, is that is mother gonna feel something just like um, Tilda Swinton's character in this movie? I forgot what the movie is, and it's like I have to look it up. But um, but for real, like as a mother myself, and you know, we have those fears, we have those worries, and things like that. I mean. I mean, even fathers, they do too. And, you know, they're just like, is they going to turn out right? You know, are we doing the right thing? And mother felt that she was doing the right thing, just not only by Campion and the other children, but as by um, 
her child number seven. And she couldn't do it. She, shit, you know, her child, like, knocked her ass down. And, you know, and then you got to understand that, like, with Marcus and everything, um, with this tree situation, he seen, like, how they eat the fruit. You know, he was seeing what was going on. And then how the serpent just ate the tree. And he just, like, you know what? I believe we were following something that is evil. And you see Paul, when the serpent got in, you know, ate the tree, which is his mom. And then he was like so happy about like this whole process of soul and everything and just making everybody a believer. He literally lost his faith right there. It like really let Paul down because like he has been, um, you know, in this ever since birth, um, you know, he believes in soul, and when he sees that, and he's just like, bummer, what is death, what is soul, like, is soul good, I don't feel like, he's like, I don't feel that soul is good anymore, um, even, um, Marcus, you know, because he was an atheist on, on earth, and he, you know, he was recruited in the army, like, around 15, 16 years old, and then, of course, whenever he pretended to be Marcus to get off the planet so they can live a better life, him and Sue, um, to escape. And then he started believing in soul later on in the first season. And then he just went full force with it. I mean, even they called him the prophet. And then when he sees this, he's just like, wow. He's like, I got to go back. And he's like, damn. Like, I didn't believe in this, now I do, and then he goes back into, I don't believe in the soul anymore. His soul is a very evil thing, and I don't believe soul was the one to, like, save all of us humans. And it was like, and you can see that statement um, in Marcus' face. Like, he just, just I mean, because this is, like... Because he was just like an atheist, straight up atheist. Then she just did a 180, you know, believing in soul. He believed he was the one. He was the prophet and everything else. You know, he was like finna be the leader of everybody and stuff, you know, with soul. And then all of a sudden he sees this. He's just like, bummer. Just like Paul. Um, it's a big disappointment to him. It's... um. It's confusing. It really is. It's, it confused Paul and it confused Marcus. And it, it was just like, it was like a bait and switch with um, Marcus. But then it was just like a huge, like, let down. Like, we're going to see Santa Claus and Santa Claus shows up all drunk, you know, and burping and farting and cussing people out. You know, like Billy Bob Thornton's character on Bad Santa. Um, that's how Paul felt about soul, like how soul was. Soul just turned out to be Billy Bob Thornton off a of bad Santa, you know? All the hope and promise that they have been believing in so much, and it comes crashing down on them. Damn. That's, that really sucks. It really sucks for them, like... I, you know, I do, you know, like, detest, like, how both of them are, how they be acting and everything, 
but you know just seeing how their faces like you see mother's face like she is disappointed about her child um then you see paul and um marcus's faces when they were let down it's like these things that they love or and cherish and and everything else has like let them down um in this um episode um tempest you know not to give too much of it um you know she made a decision for herself about her child um you know and she and it was like a moment where you had um, a home biscuit i forgot the little boy name but he makes a decision because he feels that we must protect life and he and it was like this struggle of like tempest does she want to become a parent a mother herself but she still have those feelings because every time she's going to look at that baby she's going to look at her rapist and she's she's i mean she is definitely definitely having like those thoughts right there and um i do like how the greediness of like how this show is especially uh with children it's not holding nothing back with um the show because um i feel that you know it is like i it feels contradict contradictory um you know you have mother with her program and she must protect the children but like the children are still seeing violence they're still seeing death they're still seeing um everything that a lot of us parents want to shield our children from and you know and just let them know like hey those are like you know those are nightmares you know i'm gonna make the bad man go away i'm gonna make this bad situation go away um it's literally like making them grow up faster and like realizing you know human beings do make mistakes um even with tempest you know she you know having a baby that's a big adult decision i'm not saying like oh just any like young girl can have a baby yeah you can with teen pregnancy and stuff like that but like a lot of times like people like overlook uh younger you know young ladies and young men that have um kids like around 16 and 15 years old their bodies and stuff are still not ready their mentality is not ready i mean it is a big huge responsibility of like bringing a child into the world and taking care of it um and there's a lot of factors you have to think about like the mentality of the parents of how they're going to um protect their child and feed their child um you know like giving it like the uh you know like throughout the stages are like are the the parent you know you got to look at the parents like is one of the parents like crazy or do they have mental issues or do they have emotional issues you know you can pass those um you can pass those traits and stuff to your children because if you experience something traumatic um like what um uh, tempest have when the um the guy was on the um arc raping her and she didn't know um that those resentment feelings and stuff was passed down into that uterus into that child um 
you know, it, it's a lot, a lot of things like with like parenting and motherhood, carrying a child and um, even like just for, for Tempest, she still feels alone in this and she knows that people and only and actually the only person that uh really uh understood how tempest felt and was very compassionate um and very empathetic is um sue um sue was actually the only one that actually um can talk to tempest about things and really cared about tempest um she was very concerned about tempest's welfare as it is and um, a lot of times people always focus so much on the baby, on the baby, on the baby, but they really don't focus on how the mother feels. And you may think like, oh, that's selfish, but it goes both ways. Um, you know, you got to make sure that the mother is like, you know, sound mind and everything else to make sure that she can be the best mother she can for her children or her child. And um, it was a very big decision that Tempest um, did, even though Father could have intervened and said no, but she, he's an android. He was like, well, I got to listen to what Tempest say. Um, I don't think he was really, uh, he, w he wasn't trying to people please, but he was trying to be fair in the situation about um, finding Tempest's um, child you know, in this, um, search party, and I'm just gonna say it like this, I mean, it's gonna be a lot of stuff that's really hitting the fan, um, Campion, um, really did, um, have this crush on the, um, child android, um, and you know what, that's very normal for a boy to, like, have feelings for a girl, I mean, though it's an android, but then again, you gotta understand, he was raised by androids. And that's like all he knew is androids. So that's understandable for Campion to like have feelings and tenderness for her. And Campion um, really do, he believes in the soul, he believes in soul, and he also believes you know, with the ways of the atheists also, the teachings, and, you know, he's, he's one of those, he's one of those, those characters that he sees beyond the what you see, or what's, what's in front of you, I mean, he does have a really good uh, judgment of character, he really does, um, and for him to be a, a teenager, um, he's very, very mature, like, in thinking um, beyond his age. And I like that about Campion is because he's not trying to be the hero. He's not trying to be the savior and stuff. He's just being Campion. He's just trying to see the best in everybody. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with it sounds like a Pisces. He sees the best in everybody. <laughs> you know, even they need fuck it up. You see the best. You know, but he has but he has that compassion um towards not only just humans but androids also. And he wants and he, he, he wants everybody to have a fair shake. 
even if they messed up terribly i mean you know holly went off the chain you know how she did murder and she did she murdered those people but he's still you know giving you know the girl android a fair shake of letting her and trusting her and she was like i just need to prove myself so you can trust me he was like you know i know you did that i hate you did that but i know there's something in you that's you know that what you can see you don't he's like you don't have to prove nothing to me because he already seen it you know already and he knows even though she's an android he still like still feels like empathy for her and i like that about camping um but yeah this is like one of those episodes that is like the calm before the storm and it's already like happening um next week is going to be the season finale of raised by wolves is it going to be explosive or is it just going to be a cliffhanger or it's just going to just peter out like a just peter out you know like a peterbilt truck we don't know but i cannot wait for next week's episode um it's the last um you know i'm really really sad that like the actress uh who plays sue she um exited off the show uh Nina Agar I think that's her I, I don't know if I pronounced her name right I love her she's an Irish actress and um she really um did like put a lot of heart and depth um with Sue and Sue is is my favorite 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 character um of this show and she's an like I said she's an Irish act Irish actress I can't even talk uh, Naima Algar, I'm just, I don't know if I'm, I butcher people's names and shit, um, usually do words, everything, that's just me, but Travis Fimmel is still, um, on the show, um, Amanda Collins, um, everybody that you can name that's on this show, but I like that they have, like, these actors, um, I love, like, just finding out who he's, I'm like, who are these actors? Like, I want to know. They're very interesting. You know, uh, they're not, like, you know, like, well-known actors, actors, you know, we just, like, name, like, household names. But I like how these actors, like, really put a lot of, like, love and patience um, into these characters and they're not like some two-dimensional just just off the just cuff type of shit they really are acting their ass off in this show um they do bring that they've that smoke with this shit they really do bring the smoke with this um this show and i just can't wait for the season finale is it going to blow me away or is it just going to leave me pissed off as usual with a lot of shows that I stop watching? But I am watching uh, back uh, 
well, The Walking Dead. And I was like, okay, let's get back into The Walking Dead. And I was like, all right, cool. Because I stopped watching whenever um, Glenn was killed off. Um, I said, never no more. Never no more. And so I got back to watch it. And I was like, okay, all right, cool. So I'm going to catch up on all those seasons of The Walking Dead. And The Walking Dead is going to end this year and it's been a long ass time since the walking dead um shout out to like to like everybody like that was at the horror hangout uh we was talking about the first season the first episode of the walking dead and um i remember it when it started and i and it was in october it was on halloween when they first premiered the walking dead and um that was like around the time um i was separated from my ex-husband oh uh, i gained tons and tons of weight you know just emotional eating just going um through all of it um it was really really definitely a rocky 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 marriage um and i when you know the walking dead hit it was like my go-to show. It was like it was very cathartic just to get my mind um, off of my separation, and also I was going into a divorce and I already filed. I filed. I filed for divorce. Um, it was very cathartic to watch it. You know, um, I can't believe it was. It's still going on, but I do remember The Walking Dead when it when it first came on. And I guess you could say it's like a piece of like little history with me or something like that. But I do enjoy The Walking Dead, but I'm glad I got back into it. I knew I was going to get back into it. It was just that moment where I had to find, I had to find a, a center of my peace and everything. You know, just to get over the trauma of, like, Glenn's death. And it just took me a long time to heal from that. And now I'm watching the show now. But thank you all for listening to the Random Horror Show um, as we go over um, um, this episode and called The Feeding. And not too many spoilers with this. Uh... But, you know, for those who want to catch up on this, this is the second season. The next episode is going to be on March the 17th, which is on St. Patrick's Day. And I hope everybody have a great St. Patrick's Day. Get fucked up, everything else, but do it safely. Do it safely and everything else. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you're safe. I don't want to hear nobody talking about, I went to jail. You better make sure you better keep like at least a hundred or three hundred dollars on you. Keep three hundred dollars on you just in case you get thrown in. Just saying. Just just have always have a contingency plan, okay? But that's enough of my time. Thank you for listening to the random horror show. We go over, you know, raise my little. You know, have a good night.